0: all right folks what is going on welcome to 458 of the first and frame rate show i am vf baller over here we talk about georgia southern and atlanta falcons football and uh today we want to talk about the falcons because uh i was looking at this win from the against the 49ers and i've been looking at a few other games just going back looking at some clips looking at some highlights or whatever the case may be listening to what the coaches and some of the, the guys at the press conference uh this team is is on an upward trend, and this is a team that nobody may want to deal with going down, you know, later in the season. And looking at the schedule, um, they have like one of the easiest schedules on the um in the league going forward. Now, I mean, I think I saw it somewhere on Twitter where it says they have the easiest schedule in the for the rest of the uh season. Now, the NFL is the NFL, you know, it doesn't matter what the records say. And even though you may have the easiest schedule, it's, they're still tough games. So we're going to look at all of this. And uh, I'm going to give you my thoughts and opinions on even though the schedule is what it is, the Falcons are still just getting better. So we're going to talk about that and everything under the umbrella. If this is your first time here, welcome. I could be found on YouTube and Rumble. I'm also on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. I want to thank you guys for the support late uh, as of late you know, covering at Georgia Southern, covering Atlanta Falcons and watching both of these teams get better as the season go on. Uh, the Georgia Southern Eagles just done a phenomenal job of beating James Madison and looking at the rest of their schedule it's you know, their schedule looks pretty good as that team starts to get better defensively. The Falcons, the rest of their schedule is looking very favorable to them with a few bumps in the road, but they're getting better as well. And, uh, Once you look at what the Falcons are doing, it is really uh, obvious that this coach and staff and, you know, coach uh, Arthur Smith has done a really good job of getting these guys together. Year two of the Arthur Smith experience is really showing that uh, what kind of identity this team should be. You know, we was always looked at as a, as a finesse team in the um the 2010s and the Super Bowl run, as well as those teams uh were you know they played when they played at the highest level, they still looked at a finesse team. N- not anymore. This team looks more physical. They're pushing people around. They're taking away the football. They're they're making sure that they're getting in position to score points. Of uh, the receivers, look like they're you know they want to be um. Uh, Successful. They don't want to just uh go out there and and put up a bunch of numbers. They they want to score points. They want to win football games. And you look at a guy like Kyle Pitts or uh, even uh Zacchaeus or Drake London. You look at those guys and like, okay, these guys uh, look like the type of guys that are going to go out there and um put up some big numbers. You know, Zacchaeus is a good route runner. Drake London could do a little bit of everything, and Kyle Pitts is just a unicorn that can you know not only just could do everything, but do everything very well. So, but these guys are bought in to what this team is trying to do. And when you buy in and you see results like you saw with, you know, I would say with every game that they played this season, you're going to start believing. You're going to understand the mistakes that that was there or the missed opportunities that was there and start capitalizing on those opportunities. And then you you will start seeing... Seeing a dominant performance, even though, like, there's some guys for the 49ers that was banged up. Like I said, football is football, don't matter who's on the other side of that, uh, other side of that line, you still need to put things together to win football games. And you got guys coming in believing, guys coming off the bench, like Isaiah Oliver, finally getting back into the swing of things, believing what this coach has put together because you, you gotta understand, Zacchaeus. I think even Isaiah Oliver, those not necessarily uh, are, uh, Coach Arthur Smith guys. Those are guys that was picked up by, uh, uh, if I'm not mistaken, those guys are picked up by Dan Quinn, and they bought into this. That's when you know you have a really good coach, when you can get the guys that were here before you and get them to buy in what you're doing. You know, So now you're going to see how well uh, these Falcons – are uh, continue to limit the mistakes or you're going to see them limit the the things that they can do uh, on the field or as far as uh, the things that are detrimental to the team. You know, I think that's the wrong word to use, but you know what I mean? Things that are not, you know, productive, you know, missing assignments or whatever the case me, these guys are playing a little bit more sound and a little more disciplined to where, you could see them beat a nfc team that a lot of people thought they were going to be uh you know on, on the upper echelon of you know the nfc uh, of the conference you, the 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 tampa bay buccaneers how well they played them and, and you know don't even want to get into what happened in that game once again even coming back against the rams you know, the Rams would have to fit in Super Bowl chance. Now a lot of people saying, oh, these teams aren't that good. No, it's not. I don't think these teams are not that good. I think they're still just as talented as they were last year. It's just it comes a time where certain teams just get better. And when other teams get better, those teams that was at the top are gonna, aren't going to look as good as they did. But make no mistake, these teams have the talent. He was just talking about the Buccaneers and how well, you know, they're, they're well coached and they got a good offense and defense. And, and, you know, you got players out there who can do things, you know, the Buccaneers just lost to the Steelers. And it's not a knock on the Steelers, but you're supposed to be a better team than the Steelers. You know, Kenny Pickett, Mitch Trubisky, really? Really? You know what I'm saying? So it is when you look at those things, like you got teams that are on the come up that are that are being coached up to play well. And and when you look at the Falcons, that's exactly what's happening here. Unfortunately, we got an injury with oh, Hayward. He's gonna be on the IR. But you got Hall coming in. Hall played pretty well. Good pass breakup in the game. And you you just have to understand that. It's about the players, but it's also a combination of coaching. This like this one thing about football that I love. It 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 it, it is a conglomerate of good coaching, good coordinators, and good players. It's one thing I I kind of got dis, dis, disinterested in other sports like basketball for instance. and you know, and and in some cases baseball too because it's all about the players. Like with basketball, you can just put players out there and try to make it happen. Yeah, the coach gets the credit, but we know we know who runs the show when it comes to the NBA. It's, it's the players, and I don't knock it. I mean, it's okay, but it's just not my cup of tea. I just love to see when guys are orchestrated to make things happen through way of leadership, by way of you know, coach, coordinators, or whatever the case may be. I think it makes a big difference because when you have a coach that can lead men and they put that product out there, and that product goes and do exactly what is needed to win a game, it just builds character collectively around the entire team. You could tell when things go wrong when a coach is not doing well and a coach is not leading people correctly. Carolina Panthers. You see how that goes. But when you have a coach that that gets guys to buying in, and 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 guys that are willing to put things together, and even us at three and three, you see what they're doing. You have to understand these three losses that they have was a combined of four, what four, six. There was a combined of ten points. One game you lost by one, the other one lost by four, another one you lost by six. You know, one or two plays, you know, and literally with the Buccaneers game, one or two plays could swing that entire game around. The Rams game, one or two plays could swing that game around. Marcus Mariota's got a lot better with not turning the ball over, but you don't turn the ball over at the Rams and possibly score a touchdown there, we're winning that game. Same thing with the Saints. You don't fumble the ball, we're possibly winning that game, even though the defense, you know. But that just goes back to what I'm saying. It's one of the reasons why I have this picture up here now. The defense, the way they played against the 49ers, if they played that way against the Saints week one, we're winning that game handily. Because the Saints had no business b- being in that game. We were we were pushing that team around. And he had a team like this that plays defense like this with against the 49ers. We win that game. The Rams, we showed up and played some good defense in that game. Punched the ball out, got an interception, and we came back and was almost about to win that game. And the Buccaneers, do I need to talk about that game again? But that's what I'm saying. Like The coaches, Dean Pease, Arthur Smith is getting these guys to buy in. They're getting these guys to do something that... They, they, they in some cases probably thought that they weren't necessarily capable of doing or they probably didn't see the vision to do it so now we're looking at okay we're looking at the rest of the schedule going to the Bengals play the Panthers play the Chargers play the Panthers again there's no reason for us to lose to the Panthers at all i'm a, i'm going to be quite honest there's no reason to lose to the Panthers And uh, you look at the other games, uh, the Bengals and the Chargers, the Chargers may be the toughest game. I I, I think the Bengals are good, don't get me wrong, but I think we can get them at the line of scrimmage. Uh, I don't see that offensive line holding Joe Burrow up as long to make, excuse me, make uh, uh, efficient passes. The Chargers is gonna be a problem. I mean, you got Justin Herbert. I mean, he's one of the top upcoming young quarterbacks and the the way that team plays. It's gonna to be tough. Even though we're playing at home, it's still gonna to be tough. But I, if we can come with a game plan like we did against the 49ers, I think we'll be okay. But there's no reason for us to uh there's no reason for us to lose to the Panthers. Not not now. I don't I don't see that. Not at all. We should beat the Panthers twice. And to be quite honest, uh we're going to be on a pretty good run. You look at the rest of the schedule. And I don't want to get too far ahead. I'm, I'm just going four games at a time. You look at the Bears, the Commanders, the Steelers, the Saints again, the Ravens, Cardinals, Buccaneers at the end of the season. Like I said earlier, there's been a report that we had like the easiest schedule for the rest of the season. Is it, it could be you can make a you can make a case that we're probably we may lose maybe two more games. And like I said, I don't want to get too far ahead, but I'm just going to do four games at a time. I mean, you're looking at the Chargers, maybe the Ravens, maybe the Buccaneers. We, we may get swept by the Buccaneers, maybe. And that's a big maybe for the Buccaneers game, because I don't know what type of team Tampa Bay is going to be looking like at the end of the season. Yeah, you, I just have no idea. But I'm looking at the Chargers, I'm looking at the Ravens, Maybe. I mean, I ain't going to say maybe. I think those are legitimate uh, possibilities. But the rest of these teams, look, everybody, we may be looking at 11 and, you know, we may be looking at a 12 and 5 season. Seriously. 11 and 6. Now, I'm not joking when I look at this. <clears throat> and I did say I, I like to take the thing four games at a time, but when I look at these teams, I'm like, wait a minute. The Falcons are really trending upward because of this. You know? So, I don't know. I, it it, it kind of got me a little excited because even with the slight injuries, I think AJ Terrell has a thigh injury. Um, uh, Hayward is going to be out, probably going to need surgery. Uh, you you got a few guys that are banged up. Cordell Patterson supposed to be coming back, even though with the rushing attack. Um, quick thing on that. I think we're number three in the in the league in rushing, which is amazing. Uh, Kudos to the offensive line. Kudos to the offensive line. I didn't think that the offensive line would hold up this well, let alone, you know, being able to keep Mariota upright as well as run the ball. Whoever's the offensive line coach of this team, um, whoever he is, I mean, kudos. Because, I mean, the offensive line was like abysmal last year. And now we have one of the best in the league. This just goes back to good coaching, man. This just goes back to good coaching. Like I said, when you have a coach that, that can coach these guys into believing in what they're capable of doing and watch them manifest. It just creates a big, it it creates a good culture for the team. And that trickles out to the fans and the fan base gets, you know, a a more of a level-headed situation or a level-headed thought process of what this team is about. Instead of fussing about expectations or fussing about what we should do, we're understanding what they can do and when we know what they can do, we expect to see that. Not expecting what they should do, we should expect what they can do. And that, that and, and, and that may sound crazy, but that, it makes a big difference. It really does. So I, I'm really excited about this. Looking at the rest of this team going forward, we look like we're we're going to be in a in pretty good shape. Like we're going to be in really good shape. I, I really like what's going on here. This is pretty cool. Like all all seriousness. I don't have anything else to say. You guys let me know. Is the Falcons trending upward? Let me know. If you like this commentary, hit the like button. Share this podcast. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Uh, Falcons, 3-3 three and three right now. The next four games uh, look like they can go once again 3-1. and one. And you look at the rest of the schedule, this could be a situation where they may lose three games left for the rest of the season. If they continue to play like they played against the 49ers. You know, nothing's guaranteed, and you still play NFL teams, and these guys are going to come kind of to play every day. But when you look at the rest of their schedule, it looks very favorable for the Falcons. Kudos to Coach Arthur Smith, Dean Pease, and everyone else under that umbrella is doing a great job. I'm going to get up out of here. I got a lot of stuff to do. If you're not looking at this game room slash studio, it is a mess in here. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube and Rumble, if you're on Anchor Stitcher, Spotify, Google, and uh, Apple Podcasts, you can go check out the visuals of this show. It's not the worst, but it is a mess in here. And I need to clean that up. And got some other things I need to be doing that's going to be... Uh, uh trending or coming down the pipe not only for this channel but my other channel as well all right y'all i'm gonna get out of here y'all guys have a blessed wednesday enjoy your day um the weekend's almost here it's all downhill from here all right y'all y'all take it easy y'all be blessed peace